Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Welcome back, Die Hard. Here we are ready to talk to you about today's topic, which is... I'm not telling. Not I'm... fair. The Die no. Hard all want okay. to know. <laughs> the topic today is scrambling. Not like bacon and eggs scrambling, although that is probably the first thing that comes to mind. But what do you do when you have too many tasks to do and you're trying to do them all at once and you wake up and you realize that you have this or you have that to do and you, oh my God, I forgot to do that. And you scramble. Um, you can call it multitasking, but really the reality is you're trying to get everything done at once. Five things done at one time. Ever have that happen to you, Jen? And then overwhelm sets in because you're thinking about all the things rather than just starting to do the things. Right. But don't confuse scrambling with rushing. Mm. Like you rush to get a bunch of stuff done, but you scramble to put things in order and get things done in a, in a uh, to me, an orderly basis. So this is interesting. Yesterday you were in Dallas and yeah. I took Gabrielle to an, a nice dinner and then we went to Barnes and Noble so she could get her homework done. She wanted to like do it someplace outside of the house and she's sitting there and she just looked really stressed. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, well, I have homework in every subject except math. So she had like six subjects worth of homework. I said, okay, cool. Which of those classes do you have tomorrow? And she was like, well, only two or three of them. And I was like, so you're going to start with those, right? right. <laughs> and like to a 12-year-old who's learning how to prioritize and stuff like that, that was like this newfound concept. Like, let me do the stuff that's highest priority, most needed first, and then do all the other stuff, right? Yep. But this is a skill we take into our sales lives. Like you may have 10 customers you need to contact in the next three days. Which of them need to be contacted tomorrow? Or now. Or today. 
Yeah. <laughs> so to me, scrambling means pacing and being in control, not frantic or rushing around or it doesn't mean panic. And people get overwhelmed with the things, whatever the things are, rather than take the time to document them so that you can get a couple of ahas. Actually, I think that's really interesting because scrambling, if you think of the word, not in the, ter- in the context of your eggs, but in the context of like doing things, has kind mm-hmm. of a negative connotation. And what you've just done is you figured out the Jeffrey way, which I'm not surprised about, but you figured out how to put it into a positive light if you have to scramble. Right. And everybody has some form of scramble on a pretty much continuous or regular basis. There isn't a five-day work week, two of the days contain some kind of scramble. But if it's not controlled, if it's not paced, then it's going to become frantic. Oh, my God, I got all this stuff to do. Shut the hell up, make a list, and do the thing on the top. Shut the hell up, make a list, do the thing at the top. Said with love. Yeah, of course. But you already know what to do. You're just not doing it. Last week, I was was kind of stressed because I had all these – prospects to call back. And it's a really good problem to have. I get that. And, but I was stressed because I wasn't doing it. And I thought about doing it so many times that I actually took more, when I was sat down to do it, I realized I thought about doing it for longer than it took me to do it. Yeah. I wanted (laughs) to throw one more thing in there. Yeah. 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 When you're in scramble mode, you're there because you're not prioritizing and you're not organizing your tasks, basically. And you have to put yourself in a position where you're okay with that lack of organization or do something about it. You know, you look at your closet and your closet's a mess and you kind of clean it up for 10 minutes And you go, wow, that's so much better. That looks so much nicer. So I'm a person who every time I see a hunk of clothing anywhere, I immediately hang it up or put it in some kind of order. And that way I'm never in closet scramble. I never, well, geez, I can't find that shirt. That's because your closet's a piece of shit. And you're not going to be able to find it for because you didn't take care of it to begin with. Well, as you know, I went to give the speech yesterday and two days before I went looking for my speech stuff that I hadn't used in a year and a half and I couldn't find it. That was more panic than scramble. Like I couldn't find my own life blood stuff. Seriously. I still can't find it. I had to use Jen's. It's so crazy to me, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, what happens after a year of uh, <laughs> COVIDing. Yeah. So I'm thinking back to my sales days when I sold for someone else, you know, and yeah. when I had a quota and stuff like that. And one of, the, you know, there's a rumor out there 
that females are better at selling than men. So I'm not here to argue whether or not females are better at selling than men because that doesn't really matter. But I think the reason that rumor even started is because many females, if not most, have more attention to detail than than men. And the follow-up and maybe the scramble that you've now put in a positive way comes within that attention to detail. And so when I think back on my sales days of, of really like selling all day long, I could not have survived without my form of a CRM. I'm not talking about Salesforce because I hated Salesforce, but my the what I created to manage my customer relationships, which was by the way, on a spreadsheet, I could not have gotten by without that because you can sort, filter, create new priorities, do so many things with that. And it kept me on track. And I think that for anyone- and don't look now, but Salesforce is a spreadsheet. <laughs> a complicated one. Um, yeah. yeah. No, actually, we're about to partner with a CRM company that I think <laughs> is baller. It's the only CRM I would use this in these days. And I can't announce who it is yet, but I'm so excited because you are going to love it. You are going to love it. And I really could not have managed without that. I mean, and I think that is the secret to sales scramble success is you said it in the beginning, like just make a freaking list, prioritize it and then go do it. And for me, it's like I needed to keep a running list so that I didn't have to sit down and make that list so that each, like I didn't have to sit there for, you know, who else do I need to call? Who else do I need to No, It was always up to date, not for my company, but for me, because that's what I needed to succeed. Now let's talk about one other myth and misconception. I've heard many authorities say, well, get the little stuff out of the way so you can concentrate on what really needs to be done. I say, screw the little stuff and just start working on what's important right now. Don't do little tasks that waste your time and you're 20 minutes into your hour and you haven't done a damn thing. Do what is needed to be done within the first minute of the hour. And if you have time for little shit, do it at the end of the day. That's the challenge. You're being misguided by people who have no freaking idea what to do in sales. They're time management experts. Um, You don't need more experts. You need more sales. You don't need more experts. You need more relationships. (laughs) And so I'm challenging you that when you make your list or when you put your own CRM in order or you put your own task sheet in order, just do what's on top. Not well, well, let me get these little things out of the way. That's a bunch of, that's a moronic way of thinking. Yeah, 100%. It's so interesting because it just goes back to the simplicity of it all, which is to the most important, highest priority thing first. And it sounds so easy, yet so many people are not doing it. And so uh, to me, that's why we have to even have this conversation, you know? It's simple but it's not easy Mm. because you also have distractions that come in 
and your phone goes off and your text goes off and there's a message that happens and you like an idiot, you're on some kind of social media notification. And I, I just, I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And so the challenge die hard is to put yourself into your own priority, make yourself the top priority. There's no such thing as scramble if you are organized and in control. You may rush, but you're not scrambling. That's like a mic drop moment. I'm, I'm literally soaking that in. Just rewind 15 seconds and listen to that one more time. I would if I could, but we're on live. We're doing yeah. it live, right? No, that was really good, Jeffrey. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we're going to leave the uh, sell or die, die hard in a lurch right now because we've already embarrassed the hell out of him or her. And they're now in their own mode of, all right, I'm not going to scramble anymore. I'm just going to stay in control. Start with your closet and uh, figure, you know, and then work towards your sales priorities. Little things mean nothing. Don't deal with them. Talk to the one that can give you the money or that needs to build the relationship right now. And I, I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm Jane Gittimer. And we're telling you, get out there and sell something, even if your disorganized ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you you next week. week.